on this episode, we're going to be talking about wrestling news and viewer questions, <laughs> Batman movie, yeah. Picard possibly, but first, theme music. All right, all right, all right! I'm back, and I got my team with me today. We're coming at you live from the Library of Awesomeness. Well, at least two or three days from now, maybe a week. We'll see what the internet does. But I am your host, Blue Coyote. And as always, I am joined with my tag team partner for life, Bobby E. Plus one. What's going on, Bobby? Yeah, it's whew, It's been a tumultuous week. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't think that's a word. I just made it up. Okay. So Fair it enough. Counts. Fair enough. Tumultuous. 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 Ah, I was so fucking close. So close, yet so, so very far away. What? Yeah. I haven't yeah. offended anybody yet, so nope. we're doing good. Yeah, doing all right. Plus one, how was your week? I was great. Just uh, chilled and behaved. Okay, well, there you go. So that's his name on the show. It's plus one. <laughs> Make it so plus one. Are you call me number two. No, number one, I must take a number two. <laughs> All right, so let's get down and dirty into some wrestling news. That's what the fives and tens typically tune in for. Idiots. I don't know why. Not a whole whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. something's going on. Big announcement, Tony Khan has bought Ring of Honor, and he looked like a fucking goof whenever he announced it, because uh-huh. I saw the announcement with no noise, and you could just see him bebopping around, it, it looked rid- ridiculous. I have no idea who that is. Tony Khan, he's the owner of AEW. That's why I don't know. Mm-hmm. And now he owns Ring of Honor. Ray. He's done good things with AEW. He's... Yeah, anything would make Ring of Honor better. Uh, well. I fast click it when I land on it and just click. Oh, Ring of Honor. Nope. <laughs> well, it is my theory now that Cody Rhodes, whenever he was not under contract and has left AEW, is now going to come back as a Ring of Honor wrestler. All right. That's my theory. Great. I don't like Cody Rhodes, man. You know this. You know what Cody Rhodes doesn't like? He doesn't like whenever people talk like the American Dream. He doesn't like it whenever they do with Daddy Lift, you know. They get all into the attitude and they, they feel it on the inside, you know, like whenever he was holding his hand up there on that television. And he was talking about them hard times and he told America, put your hand on my hand. I'm reaching out and I'm touching you. Bobby E, I want to reach out and touch you. I think the fans are about to and reach the naughty, out their hands. In the naughty places. And strangle and I wanna, you. I want to feel it until that Bobby E butter coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well let's talk about someone you do like. Okay. What about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, but what about he's going to be at WrestleMania this year? Okay. 
wrestling. Against AJ Styles. Against Kevin Owens. Ooh. Oh, really? That's there's been a, a challenge, a challenge thrown out there, and then Mr. Cold accepted the challenge. I think he's just going to be on an interview segment, but WWE wants him to wrestle again, and a lot of people are criticizing. This was one of the topics that was sent in by a fan as well. So a lot of people are criticizing uh, WWE for having Stone Cold Steve Austin go out there with his age and everything. But those same people will praise Sting, who's 63 years old, by the way, and still wrestling. He's like going through tables and doing all kinds of crazy stuff over on AEW. So is there a double standard? Does it maybe come into a little bit of like the fact that Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in so long because of his neck? I don't know. What do you think? I don't care. <laughs> Jeez, man. No, you know I like Stone Cold. You know I like Sting. You know I like... Yeah. yeah. I just... What's the thought on that? Why? Exactly! Why? Why does this man need to get out there? Why can't WWE push their, their talent they got? Why do they got to keep cutting people and say it's for budgetary reasons, but now you're going to spend millions of dollars on Stone Cold to come in or have Pat McAfee take on Vince McMahon, who's in his 70s, by the way? That's a match now, a thing. I think they could do so much. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just fanfare. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's going to push anything for people to want to buy WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. They lost their big attraction. Yeah. And they're trying to bring him back. Moving on to next. Yeah. Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame this year. Woo! That's all I get. A woo! Well, I didn't a a Ric Flair woo? I didn't want to blow... Woo! I didn't want to blow your ears out. I, I miss when you sat like right here and I could just knock for a chop! <laughs> yeah. I strategically placed myself away from you. Well, the courts did that. You see, there was a restraining order. What'd I do? I, I showed him on the doll where you touched me and stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on. Are we still talking about WrestleMania? We're just talking about wrestling in general. And it's what we start the show with. Okay. It used to be the wrestling podcast. Now it's kind of the whatever podcast. But we still start with wrestling because our fives and tens of fans, that's generally what brings them to the dance. I saw Lesnar got knocked the fuck out. Lesnar did get knocked out. <laughs> I loved it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got that ongoing feud with him. We've kind of curbed it. Oh, he, yeah? He started to kind of grow a beard. Yeah, but did you see his little hair? His teeny tiny little ponytail? On the no, I didn't notice oh. that. Yeah, you can't notice it because it's all like gross and baby fine and weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It looked like... Kevin Nash trying to dye his beard. Whoa, easy, man. Dye beard. <laughs> easy. Dye beard Nash. Wonder if he threw out his quad <laughs> dyeing his beard. See, that's what I want at WrestleMania. <clears throat> I want Brock Lesnar and Kevin Nash. That's one team. And then Blue Coyote and the Skinwalker. That's the other team. All right, I would go with that. And then we're going we're gonna to clean house. Heck yeah. I'm bringing fucking pipes and wrenches and shit. Sweet. We're yeah. going to need them. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need them. And Taser. Shotgun. And a grappling hook. And a mandible claw. <laughs> <laughs> Some dynamite. 
trying uh, to get into my messages here so I could see. All right, while you're scrolling, um, Johnny Knoxville. Gross. <laughs> Same fucking thing. We ain't got money. We got to let all these people go. Let's bring in outside celebrity talent that we're going to have to pay all this money to. I doubt they're even paying him. Oh, they're paying him. No. It's... That man's not an idiot. They're paying him. No, he's not an idiot. They're paying him. Down, down, ding, down. But you have to have somebody that people like. And they got to play pay Preston. And they got to pay Wee Man. They got to pay his whole entourage. No, it's just him. He, they're going to come out. They're going to make an appearance. Maybe. They're going to know. They're not going to know. They're going to know. Maybe. I'm excited about it, though. Why? Because I like Knoxville. Why? Because. That's not an answer. Because as a preamble to the actual reasons I'm asking you about. Because. Oh. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you not like Knoxville? Who's your favorite Jackass star? You say, bam, I'm coming through this table. <laughs> I can't stand that whiny little fuck. It is probably... It's Preston. You know who it is? It's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh. uh. I don't know. I'm trying to look forward to things that would excite me about WrestleMania because I don't give a crap. I've seen nothing that... Well, let's pull up the card. I've seen nothing that I'm excited about. Let's actually about. see what's, what's there. <clears throat> I mean, have you? Oh, I haven't been excited about anything WWE's done in a long time. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I would like to see, Stone Cold... Versus Johnny Knoxville. That could be it. Because we don't know what Knoxville's going to do. He's going to break something. Now who would you root for in this epic? Stone Cold. Epic. Stone fight. Cold. Yeah. Who would you root for? Knoxville. No. Ah, ah! We're going Stone Cold. Okay. My vote counts twice. You're outvoted. <laughs> HWP. It's your show. We're voting for Stone Cold. It's our show. You're just outvoted on this. I think they kiss. Straight it's going to be in Arlington this year. Let's go. Let's go. I can't afford to go to WrestleMania. We're not. Well, we'll sneak in. <laughs> we'll hide in one of Stone Cold's knee braces. Yeah. What, what are we going to do? You're tiny enough. We'll just jump in his little short pockets. Mm -hmm. Right. You I look don't... like a roadie. You just grab, just grab a a black box and start walking. They're not going to stop you. I would actually try this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're down. We have a plan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what could they do? I mean, arrest me. Yeah. They'll probably just be like, "Eh, hey, get out of here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate Arlington, though. God. Uh, list confirmed. Kevin Owens show with Steve Austin. SmackDown women's title. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. Ooh, that's a good one. Raw women's title. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. That's a good one. Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah. See, we got another celebrity here. 
I hate Logan Paul. He's such a douche. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Who who the fuck is Happy? Remember Baron Corbin? Yeah. That you I hate? Did not like him. He's been working this gimmick for a while now. Yeah. That he like he has no money and he's just down on his luck. So now he's trying to. So why is he happy? Went through positivity. He's trying to be positive. So he's a motivational speaker? I guess. With no money? Winner take all. Brock Lesnar, WWE champ versus Roman Reigns, universal champ. Yeah, that's gonna I hope fun. they both lose. I hope they both lose too. And then we can become WWE champions. Yeah, co-champions. That's what I said. Yeah. High five on that. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Pat McAvee versus Austin Theory. So, not McMahon, but it'll probably be McMahon. And Edge versus AJ Styles. Is it a graveyard match or <laughs> anything um, Anything cool? I don't know. Uh, rumored, unconfirmed, Raw Tag Team Titles, RK Bro versus To Be Determined. SmackDown Tag Team Titles, The Usos versus To Be Determined. United States title, Finn Balor, the champ, versus Damian Priest. I don't know who he is. Is it a de demon? I don't know. I hope it is. It's my boy. I know. You're a proud papa. It's my boy. He came from your loins, I know. I hatched him. You hatched him? Alright. All right, there's a couple of matches I'm excited for. Yeah, I think there'll be some good ones. I mean, they've got... I mean, in those matches I just said, there's clearly some talent. So, hopefully something good can come of this. I don't know. But Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame. That's great. That's long overdue. Um, he will be inducted. Uh, it has been announced that he'll be inducted by Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to understand, though, Vince doesn't induct anybody. He's never he's never been seen in the crowd either. Like he is behind the scenes. Don't he doesn't want he doesn't like it whenever people tell him thank you. Like whenever everyone's like thank the McMahon family and especially Vince McMahon for all his blah blah blah. blah. He doesn't like that kind of thing. So he is normally not in the spotlight. So to have him come out and under and and induct the Undertaker, I think it's a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. Now it has been said that it, it, there's rumored to be other people. I don't know if they've announced anyone else. Um, I haven't. Nothing's come across the news desk to me. So fives and tens. If you hear the news, make sure to hit up the HEWP on Facebook or Instagram. Shoot us a message. Let us know um, rumors and innuendos and everything else you hear, and we'll discuss them. But honestly, I think the whole damn show should just be the Undertaker. Yeah. They could have people that he's beat at WrestleMania talk about what it's like. I mean, other Hall of Famers like Jake the Snake Robert. Uh, wait, he's in AEW. Um, what about Big Show? Oh, wait, he's in AEW. Um, what about Superfly Jimmy? Oh, wait, he's dead. And he killed a woman, so we don't want to have him on TV. Man, what about Randy Orton? That's right, he beat Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That'll be good. Chris Benoit. <clears throat> he never beat Chris Benoit at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. and he... Yeah. And he can't be there either. <laughs> for reasons. He's occupied. <laughs> Occupado. <laughs> Speaking of Canadians who went through the dungeon... Good day, let's mate. Let's talk about... My friend and yours. Not really. Owen Hart. R.I.P. Yes. You had to think about that? It's yeah. a pretty famous story. He fell from the Raptors and yeah. landed in the middle of the ring and died yeah. on 
pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, yeah. And JR had to announce the whole thing, and it was pretty bad. But. Good on him. So, Martha Hart, his wife, has been adamant about going against the WWE all these years. There was a lawsuit. She wrote a book. It's a very good book about Owen the man, Owen and his family, um, some of the inner workings of Owen and his career, just thoughts that he had that, you know, those things that you, you only tell your wife, you don't tell everybody else. So she had some insights. But uh, WWE has, has uh, approached her before. Now, she gave permission for his matches to be released on a WWE DVD documentary a while back because Bret Hart was doing a whole Hart Foundation DVD with, you had Davey and um, Dynamite, uh, Jim, all, all the different members of the, the Hart clan that were instrumental in WWE in some way. They had their matches on there and they had the old Stampede matches. And so because Owen was a part of that, Bret talked to her and she gave the okay for that. However, for years... WWE has been in a quiet pursuit to try to get Owen Hart into the WWE Hall of Fame, and she has adamantly and vehemently denied them access to that, saying that they were responsible in his death, and they don't want anything to do with it. Fast forward 2022, AEW, and Tony Khan, he says, look, I know Owen wasn't a wrestler here, clearly. Um, he died before the company came out, but fans of Owen still need to be able to uh, admire him in some way and have a place to uh, see that acknowledgement. So they're releasing uh, a commemorative t-shirt and they're they're going to do kind of like this big thing in Owen's name. So the question from super fan, original fan, Zach, is uh, our thoughts on Martha Hart letting AEW honor Owen and not WWE. He said... Personally, his, this is his personal belief, that Owen should be in every Wrestling Hall of Fame in existence. Hmm. So, do you think Martha should have just let WWE honor him and put him in the WWE Hall of Fame? Hmm. Nah. I don't either. I was glad she stuck to her guns. I am too. Because I think that it would have given WWE a pass. As much as I, I think he should be in there for the fans, I think if she allowed it and they did a ceremony and had some people talk about him and induct him, that it would be like giving WWE the okay. That it's okay. Yeah. I think they can still do fan service without inducting him into the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the fans would be happy with that. Yeah, and I think I think uh, there's a lot of fans that, that feel this way. That um, we all know he's a Hall of Famer. He had a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. uh, an awesome talent. Uh, so many stories of what a fun-loving guy he was, what a family man he was, and he was generally regarded as a good dude, um, not an asshole. So <clears throat> I think in our hearts he's in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. There's just no like official representation, but other members of the Hart family are in there, and so I think whenever. Whenever they inducted the Hart Foundation, when they did, and it was um, specifically the duo of Brett and Jim, I think that was kind of, no, you know, Owen's in there too. Uh, now, AEW, on the other hand, 
I hear Tony Khan's a great guy, and they've got the cool T-shirt, and that's awesome. And if the money goes to whatever charity Martha wants it to, or even if Martha and the kids get it, you know, because, uh, you know, they incurred bills and such after he died. But at at the same time, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a uh, a money grab. I can see that. It's a farce. So I mean, if. If the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame or the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, these other groups that are independent from being tied to any specific wrestling organization or company were to do that, then I, I, I'm all for that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I just got to dig into what all, all that AEW is trying to do. I, I mean, I know that they're really cool, and I think their heart's in the right place, but Owen wasn't a wrestler there. Hmm. Brett was involved. He came out and showed the new title when they debuted their new heavyweight title before it was um, won by Chris Jericho. He's the one that brought it out and said, "Hey, here's the official All Elite Wrestling title." And hmm. so that's he was kind of involved there. Um, other than that, I don't know. It's kind of hit or miss. I guess until whatever happens happens, I'm not going to be 100 percent one way or the other. But I just say wait for a regime change when Vince goes away. Yeah. And uh, some other people that are part of that era go uh-huh. away more time. And you'll probably see him get, be inducted probably 10, 20 years from now. Probably. Yeah, well, I mean, Vincent McMahon's a, he's like a vampire, so yeah. he could. <laughs> He'll step out in the sunlight and disappear uh-huh. someday. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, speaking of vampires, makes me think of bats. So whenever I think of bats, I think about Batsman's. So, <laughs> the new Bat film, The Batman. The Batman. Starring Robert Pattinson. Sparkles. Sparkles. Uh, came out um, to generally positive reviews all over online. Well, not everywhere. But, uh, Bobby E and Plus One went and saw it. And then I saw it as of this recording yesterday. So, I've got my opinions. They have their opinions. Um, it was actually, whenever I sent out like, hey, you want to record? Yeah, did you see this yet? Um, I'm going to. Okay, cool. We're going to talk about it. So, we're here. What? What you got? Who wants to go first? I think you should go first. I loved it. Why? Uh, it was the truest form of Batman. Okay. He actually did some detective work. <laughs> As Batman is known as the greatest detective in the world. Uh-huh. Uh, I was highly impressed with Robert Pattinson. I did not think I was going to be. Nobody did. I think I went into this hating this movie already. I, and I think that's why a lot of people are saying that it's so good. is because they went in with the bar so low. Um, he was good. Uh, what's her name? Is Catwoman? Uh, Zoe. Zoe, yeah. She, yeah. She was great. No, that's not Zoe's daughter. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz, yeah. Lenny's daughter. Um, Andy Serkis as Alfred. Uh-huh. Phenomenal. I think he should have had more parts. Or more screen time. Okay. Um, John Turturro as... Carmine Falcone. Yeah, that was amazing. I had high, high doubts that was going to work. It worked okay. out great. And then to find out that he's Catwoman's 
dad. Daughter? Or yeah, he's yeah. Catman, yeah. Catman's. He's, Cat, he's Catman's daughter. <laughs> yeah, that that threw me for a loop. I didn't think they were going to portray that part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie, it's very dark. Okay, uh, as far as what, like the lighting? Yeah. Um, I dug no origin story for Batman. Thank God. Okay. Um... What else did I like? Oh, the Batmanville looked good. Uh-huh. Uh, the gadgets, they were great. Um, the blade on the chest, phenomenal. I love that so much. Okay. Now the two of us are about to shit all over everything that you just said. Plus one, what you got? I did not like the movie. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Patterson, or whatever his name is, didn't do, it, didn't do it for me. Uh... Batman's fighting style overall, overall, I didn't agree with me at all. Yeah. Um, also, he was basically a walking Iron Man. Every time he got shot, he got shot multiple times. Uh huh. Somebody almost mag dumped him. Uh huh. And he didn't sustain any injuries except whenever he got hit by that twelve gauge up close. Um, Alfred. Alfred didn't feel like Alfred to me. Okay. Uh, much as a father figure. More like a special forces guy that worked oh. for the SAS and trained him how to fight. It, that didn't set well for me. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, the the Riddler more was more like a BDSM type guy. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, forget that. <coughs> the riddles were the riddles that he did were all right. I got them got them pretty much myself. Yeah. But as far as the villain, it didn't. Okay. No. Um, the setting in Gotham City, I felt like I was in Seattle, Washington. Oh. Hence, I lived in Seattle, Washington for four years. Gotcha. Or near there. Okay. And uh, the Gotham, it felt like we went back into, shoot, almost like Tokyo or back in the 80s, well, not 80s, 90s with the, uh, what's his name? Michael Keaton's Batman. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, okay. no. Yes, the detective-wise, I did like that. I did miss that. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, it, it just didn't sit well with me. Okay. But, but other than that, I hope they move on and, and will make it better. I hope I, and also the way they did, they, Mr. Gordon or Detective yeah. Gordon or whatever he is. Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Yeah. They made him look like a moron, a straight moron. Like he didn't know what the hell he was looking for or doing. Hmm. And that kind of threw me off. The, the guy's a very passionate person about his job right and his and of course the people of gotham city and i didn't like the way they portrayed him as an idiot gotcha i'm not saying the person who the actor played with as no i'm not insulting him i'm just saying the character itself okay so the issues like. were catwoman how it was written. yeah catwoman I, I liked her okay uh, they did very well with her okay blue coyotes take well, that's the end of the episode, folks. So, yes, my D. I liked the detective stuff. I, I really liked. I liked how, in certain things, he pointed things out to the cops because that's Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked. I think one of the misgivings that a lot of people had in the trailer, you see a lot of Pattinson. 
because they want you to know he's in the movie. He's Batman. He's the quote-unquote star of the flick. But in the film, he's not in it a whole lot as Bruce Wayne. Like, he's Batman 85% of the time. Whereas most other Batman films, he's unmasked because, you know, an actor, it's a visual medium. They want to be seen. So the fact that this go-around, he was Bruce Wayne less and the Batman more, I liked that. I liked Alfred enough that there were some callbacks to some other important storylines um, in comics like uh, Batman Earth One where it's kind of this modernized retelling of Batman and you really get the sense of, yeah, Alfred used to be this guy who was badass and he's got some know-how and so he's kind of able to help. That was kind of nice to see. The fact that Batman flat out was like, you're not my father. That was like, no, uh-uh. But then again, I had to remind myself, this is like Batman Year 2, Batman Year 3-ish, kind of. So he hasn't really acknowledged that Alfred is the father figure. They kind of did at one moment in the, in the film. Um, let's see, what else? I really enjoyed the Riddler. Um, I thought that every iteration of the Riddler I've seen, whether it's an animated series or a movie or whatever, you got to kind of update him to the times. So I know uh, back in an animated show called just called the batman um he was more of like a hacker and he kind of had this really cool face makeup and stuff and he was really into computers and technology and, and so that was kind of updated from this classic riddler i too got a lot of the riddles right as they were coming out um but they also didn't give viewers a whole long amount of time to try to figure it out before mm-hmm. Batman just kind of blurted what the answer was. Which is cool, because you can kind of see, like, oh, Batman's a smart guy. He knows things. Mm-hmm. But give me a minute to try to be as smart as Batman. Because that that makes the reader or the watcher, you know, relate better to the character. Because that's the thing. You know, this is an escape. We kind of want to identify with our heroes. So those, those were done very well. Um... I will agree the the bat suit was kind of I had some problems as well with, you know, the gunfire and him just kind of withstanding it for the most part. Um I did not mind the collar. Like he kind of had this like leather collar. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I didn't like that the the cape did not have uh, you know, the the points at mm-hmm. the end. It was just kind of a squared off cape, very similar to Superman. But in talking about his outfit, I got to call out David Crossman, Glenn Dillon, and Jacqueline Duran. Because no matter what I liked or didn't like about this movie, the whole fucking time I watched it, all three goddamn hours of this fucking movie, I had to look at these stupid fucking points at the top of his head that just looked completely and utterly ridiculous. (laughs) It took me out of the film. Every time they, they showed it, I was like, what the fuck am I even watching this for? I was so mad. I walked out of that theater at the end of the movie and I was just like, I'm going to find out who these people are that designed that suit and I'm going to call them out on the show because that looked stupid. Now the face part of it looked good. I thought Pattinson did a really good job. Um, to uh, Plus One's critique on Commissioner Gordon's character, I will agree the actor did a superb job. But one of the driving forces behind Jim Gordon is the fact that he is altruistic. He's a good cop. He wants to do good in the face of dirty cops. But every time he turned around, he was like surprised that there's dirty cops in the GCPD. Even though the whole backstory of him being a lieutenant there 
at that time, before he becomes captain and then later chief, uh, or commissioner, is the fact that he knows there's dirty cops, and he's turning them in whenever he can. Um, he's surrounded by them, but he's going to be the good cop. And then once he gets control of the department, they're all going to be good cops. That's kind of his story arc. But here it's just like, what? There's there's dirty cops here? That just pissed me off. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was pissed about that. I will say, um, like Bobby E., my expectations were low going into the film because of Pattinson. Um, but overall... Good movie, um, yes. Good comic book movie, I don't know. A lot of people um, have have talked to me that, that they saw it and they said, oh, this was the best comic book movie of all time or this is the best Batman movie of all time. I don't think so. Um, I will say it's a good film. But generally, after I see a comic book movie, superhero movie, I'm kind of caught up in the whole fantasy of it. This was... Maybe it was just a little too realistic. About halfway through the movie, I thought I was watching Seven. Oh. Yeah. And I love Seven. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the, the vibe that uh, the Riddler was putting out there. Um, I did appreciate the fact that, you know, uh, he does this thing and there's some followers involved. Um, that was very now yeah. um, as far as like extremists and extremism and thought that was very good. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of things that this film got right. Uh, there was a lot of realism there. But at the same time, I don't know. Um, the cool thing about Batman is he's a regular guy in a fantastic world. And so, was it that fantastic? Uh, Gotham, to me, was 1980s, Times Square, New York, um, seedy and gross. And then you have this whole other layer of we're the people that are, you know, protecting the city and the mayor and the police chief. And I don't know. There was just a lot of moving parts. I can see why the movie was three hours long. Um, to what Bobby East said about Batman's origin story, I, I called it. We we did an episode before whenever they had were still, still shooting the Batman. And I told him if I had to see pearls wrapped around the slide of a gun <laughs> one more time. And so that was very good. Um, I think the studio, um, the writers, the uh, director, they know, hey, our audience knows who Batman is. Nobody who comes to see this movie is does not know who Batman is. And they know that his parents were killed. They've seen that scene in one form or another for many, many years. So good on them for not treating us like a bunch of idiots. And uh, I would say out of five stars, I'm going to give this one three and a half. Whoa. Uh, same here because they installed some wokeism in it eh. as well, and that kind of. I was. Hey, you gotta hit a general audience, but I'll give it a four but, and a half. But they four are transitioning okay. to a near, near generation. I can see that. True, but they don't have to throw in politics or wokeism in it. Just make it a damn good movie. Yeah, that's that's it. But to what you're saying about the generations, um, they did a poll on who is the best Batman, mm -hmm. and Ben Affleck won the poll. But the people who voted for him were of a certain age group, which was the newer age group. Mm -hmm. um, slightly older age group, probably about Bobby's age and a little older, went with Keaton. So, but, I don't know. I, I, give, it, I give it three and a half. I mean, I still liked the movie. I, I wouldn't say it's, it's the best superhero movie I've seen. 
Best Batman, just standalone Batman. I'll give it that. That's a lie. But, in saying that, his chess piece, hated it. What? Yeah, I hated it. It's not a functional object. I mean, I don't... It's a blade! I don't mind it if, if it is a functional object, because uh, I've seen comics where, like, Bruce actually tracked down the gun that was used to kill his parents, and he melted it down and fashioned it into a plate that sits behind the Bat logo, which is cool. Um, <clears throat> but, um, you know, that was my problems with the Bat suit <clears throat> for Christian Bale, is that the, the emblem was, like, split into this armored chest piece, and then you see wings, but there's no, like, bat head or tail. It's just kind of like this weird, bladed-looking thing. So the fact that it was functional, that's cool. I would have rather him, like, taken it off and thrown it at just the right moment. That would have been cool. Mm. Um, he uses it. He does, and I don't want to spoil that, but he could have, you know, the way he used it, he could have just been, like, throw and done the same thing. And I, and we would have gotten a thrown battery. Oh, we can't do spoilers? Uh, no, not this soon. No, I was going to ask a question, but I, I yeah. <laughs> believe the question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we were, if we had finally got together and, and it had been like a month, I'd say sure. But, I mean, overall, it was good. I was glad I saw it. Um, it I will was, see it again. I, it, well, it's going to be on uh, HBO Max on the 16th of April. And Ooh. so I'll be watching it probably a few more times. But, uh, <sighs> I don't know. You hear that, Peanut? Why are you talking to peanuts on the... <laughs> she listens. Come on, man. She's slinging them pills to pay the bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It was good. I enjoyed it. Highly. Like, I... Normally during movies that long, mm -hmm. I have to get up. Yeah. I held it. Oh, yeah. I, I knew as soon as I got up, I was going to miss something... Critical. Yeah. And the movie would have been spoiled for me. Right. And the movie is paced to where you can't get up. No. no. You get up, you are going to miss something. Well, and, and two, you know, uh, because we kind of, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler, but we did kind of talk about Alfred, you know, being this SAS guy and he's trained Bruce how to fight and everything. I'm going to agree with plus one. I did not like his fighting style. Mm -hmm. It was very... I don't know, it just seemed like boxer brawler. There was like no like badass kicks, let's go do some flips, let's do some holes. He's old let's, and fat. Let's throw some people around. No, Batman. He oh. just kind of like punched a lot. He punched so much that I was waiting for like a wow, like the pow and the zam and the nineteen sixty six. But like when, when, when he hit uh, Gordon. Oh no, I can't say that. That's a spoiler. Never mind. Here's someone we did not talk about in the film. Colin Farrell as the penguin. Completely useless in this movie. There's no point, he, kind of. I loved him in this movie. There was no reason for him to be there. He looked amazing. Yeah. You would never know. He looked amazing. Acting was on par. Yep. Um, accent was good. You know, the way he disguised his own voice and did like this, I don't know, like Brooklyn hmm. or South Boston. I don't know. He did like this New England style type accent. But... He did serve a really good purpose in the film. If you missed that, then watch it again. I guess I did, because... Yeah, he served his purpose. Plus, 
Well, because well, no, I can't tell you because that would that would. Yeah, I know that's where I'm getting in. Yeah. So, <clears throat> okay, all right. This movie will be brought up again, folks. Oh yeah, that's who remind me of is Capone, Al Capone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can totally that, see that. And I think if yeah, they set good. him up as a transition. If they do decide to make a second movie about this, there yeah, will be a world, second movie. Then he is going to be the next guy. Yeah. In line. It made 130 million first weekend. That's still nothing, man. Yeah, that's still a drop in the yeah. bucket. I COVID, mean, COVID don't, times. don't get me wrong. I would like to have 130 million. That's yeah. not you know, COVID times. Um, <clears throat> but even though, even though they made it as real as they did, if they do a second one, I'm ready for Clayface. <laughs> you have the technology yeah, to do. make a good Clayface. I just never cared about that character. The one from the animated series, Matt Hagen, I liked him. Uh, which one? The animated series where he was an actor and he did all those films, but he was in a car accident, so he was using this like putty to make his face look good. Okay, and then, I know what you're talking about. And then he ran afoul of the mob, and so they like pumped his body full of it, and it transformed him into Clayface. That was a good one. Yeah, oh, I liked that. But Clayface would be good. Um. I don't need any more Joker. Um, let's see, who else would be good? I mean, crime stuff. You know, there's other crime families out there. I did like that uh, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone was really good. Mm-hmm. So, and kind of spoiler, we we did mention it if you if you caught it, but. Um, if you're in the know, you know that part of Catwoman's backstory is that she's possibly the illegitimate daughter of Carmine Falcone. And I don't think that that's a huge, huge thing. I mean, it drives her character, but I was like, eh, I already knew that. So, it wasn't like, what? They did the thing! It was, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all in all, good. I liked it. You've got, what's his name? Is the Punisher still out there? What? What? What about the Punisher? He's John Bernthal? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Cast him as a DC character. Hmm. Who could he... Hmm. You know who else would be good? Scarface and the Ventriloquist. I never liked the Ventriloquist. You get the right actor, it's Mm -hmm. gonna... It'd be so good. I never liked him. That'd be a good one. Uh, Redeem Mr. Freeze. That could be a good one. Oh, God, please. Redeem Killer Croc. That could be a good one. Deathstroke. Deathstroke would be really good. You think he would come back as Deathstroke? Uh, Joe Mangalanga Benga yeah. Benga? Yeah. <laughs> I never can't pronounce his last name. Um... Yeah, he has said that he would come back. He was supposed to be Deathstroke in the Ben Affleck Batman movie. But because he's Deathstroke in this different universe, I can't see him being Deathstroke here. Oh, no, he shows up at the end, though. Yeah, but this is a different universe. This Batman's in a different... I can't keep up with all y'all's universes and (laughs) spandex. (laughs) Mad Hatter would be a cool one. That would. Yeah. Though, Mad Hatter, I mean, if you strip away, like, some of the things about his character, he's got those pedo vibes. Like, he's a... He likes the kids. That's creepy and wrong. <laughs> like, I don't want to sit through a three-hour movie about uh, a pedophile. Uh, 
the Pad Pied Piper or whatever. The Pied Piper? Yep. You can always cast Johnny Depp for that one. Yes. Yeah. Johnny know. Depp is a villain. I'm pretty yeah. He does play a good villain. Yeah. I don't think though that uh Warner Brothers is gonna have anything to do with Johnny Depp for a while, so Why? He's innocent. They already they cut him from the last Harry Potter movie that they were doing. Yeah, but they But that's Warner Brothers. Yeah, Disney's about to pull him back in. Oh yeah, Disney will pull him in, but Warner I think he's done at Warner. That's all folks. Yeah, I don't think he's Fuck them Bugs Bunny bitches. Hey I like Bugs Bunny. I do too. In a stew? <laughs> that was good, man. And as I mentioned in the intro, let's touch on it. The new episode of Picard has come out. Um, is very good. Mm-hmm. Saw it today. Thoroughly enjoyed it. They had some really cool cutback cameos. People from Next Generation show up. It was very good. All right, I'm only two. Two episodes into season one. So. Okay. Well, season mm-hmm. one was very good. Woo, season man. Season one was very good. <laughs> I was hooked from the beginning. Yeah, I was too. Um, I had all the episodes, and I think I watched them all in one day. Very good. Damn. Just, just like Jack Reacher. That show was good enough. I watched the whole thing in one day. But, yep. uh, <clears throat> well, as I look at the bat time on this bat channel, that looks like all the time we have for today. So, without further ado, thank you for joining us on the Hijinks and Who's Wrestling Podcast, the H-E-W-P, the Hoop, the Ring, the Squared Circle. Tits. And Bat Giggles. <laughs> <laughs>